0: This episode is sponsored by Aussie Travel Safety. Aussie is the best app for solo travel before and during a trip. The app has saved me hours of web searches for the basics like visas and public transit. And when I travel, Aussie sends me real-time alerts when if I go into an unsafe neighborhood or if there is a safety incident near me. I highly recommend Aussie Travel Safety for your next trip.
1: You know, it's one thing to have your partner support, but it's another thing to be dependent on them. So I know that we are both supporting each other, but we're not dependent on one another. There is no worry about infidelity or stuff like that, which I think is the biggest thing people think of when someone is solo traveling and they're in a relationship. We trust each other and we trust each other completely and fully. And every time that I solo travel, that trust is built even more, and even stronger.
0: Hello passengers, this is your host, Luco Menares speaking, and welcome aboard to season six. We ask you to please fasten your headphones and enjoy this podcast in a comfortable position. Prepare yourself for listening to female travelers from all around the world, their stories, adventures, tips, and how they became the women they are today. Thank you for choosing the Solo Female Traveler Podcast. Enjoy your flight. and welcome to a new episode. Today, we are talking about traveling solo while married with Lindsay. She is the founder and CEO of One Girl Wandering. She is also a solo traveler that created an entire business around it and that also have been married for almost a decade. We will discuss topics like guilt, dealing with family members, communication, and how solo travel can benefit your relationship and much more. So without further ado, Here's my interview with Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for being here with us and sharing about this topic, which is solo travel while merit. This can be a touchy subject for, for some people. So thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm excited to share. Of course. Awesome. Because we have a lot of questions for you. So to set the tone for this episode and this conversation, can you tell us about you
1: and your relationship? Sure. Um. So I am a full-time content creator in the solo travel sort of niche. I am the content creator behind the brand uh, One Girl Wandering. So it's very exciting. I've now been full-time for a couple of years now. And I am married, which does seem to shock a lot of people. And I've been married for, um, gosh, it'll be 10 years coming up here in May, which is wild to think about. Um, so yeah, so I've been married for quite a long time. And I didn't start solo traveling until I was married, which I think also surprises a lot of people because I think most people when they think of someone who is solo traveling, they were doing it while they were single and then maybe carried it on into their relationship later on. But I didn't get started to solo travel until I was already married and already had been married for a few years. So that's a little unique tidbit, I think.
0: I'm glad you you mentioned that because I was going to ask you that if you were a solo traveler before or if you became one during the relationship. And also, can you tell us a little about your husband's background?
1: Sure. So my husband, um, we both grew up on the East Coast, but we grew up separately from each other. He grew up in South Carolina. His family moved there um, from Pakistan when he was young. And while I was born in Texas, I grew up in Virginia. And then we met each other when we both moved to Austin, Texas. I moved in 2008, he moved in 2010, and we met through mutual friends. Wow. So you guys, even though you were both
0: born in the United States, you come
1: from different backgrounds. He was actually born in Pakistan. He was born in Karachi. His family moved over when he was young. Oh, okay, Got it. Got it. So did that
0: add a layer of complexity, like just the fact that he comes from a different culture?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we come from very, very different backgrounds and households. Um, But the thing that's really kind of interesting is even though we have very different uh, ways that we grew up. We agree on a ton of stuff, like a lot of the things that are very important to us are aligned. And I think that that is really the most important part is that we both um, we both approach life very similarly, even though we came to that from very different paths.
0: Got it. OK, so I will probably will have more questions about these, But then now I want to ask you for someone that has never traveled without a partner. What are some key tips that you recommend?
1: Um, so. If you're currently in a relationship, I definitely think that communication is key. And I'm sure, you know, that's one thing that people say about relationships in general. But I think it's definitely very important, especially if you're planning on traveling solo. There's a lot of hesitancy. Obviously, your partner is going to miss you. They want you to be safe. They want to make sure that you are solo traveling for you know, the quote unquote right reasons, stuff like that. So, I would definitely say that if you want to solo travel and you're in a relationship, to be open about why you want to solo travel. For me, it was a personal challenge. I had gotten very comfortable in my life and I didn't feel like I was growing as a person and I didn't feel like I was challenging myself. And so, I thought about like, what would be the scariest thing? What would be the one thing that would get me so far out of my comfort zone? and that was being alone in a foreign country. So that's where I started my solo travel journey. That's why I wanted to do it. It was a personal challenge to myself. Now, I went, I got addicted <laughs> and have continued to do it ever since and in fact have built an entire business around it. So, um that wasn't my intention going into it. My intention was to like take this trip and like really get back in touch with myself. I've been married for a few years. I felt like I just wasn't relying on myself anymore. I wasn't feeling as strong and as confident and as independent as I wanted to. And when I explained that to my husband, he of course was like, go, go do it. like that sounds incredible. like you know go find yourself. like have that moment, that independence. And um I came back and my attitude had totally shifted towards life. I felt so confident. I felt, so assured and more in touch with myself. And I think one of the things is that once I felt that and my husband saw that reflected in me, it was like, all right, this needs to be something that I do on the regular, just like a spa treatment or something like that. It's definitely better for my mental health and it is self-care. Wow. Okay. So knowing exactly what you want to
0: do it, communication. So communicating to your partner in the right way. And also once you did it, your partner saw how you felt and how different you were and the reflection of those experiences that you have traveling abroad by yourself. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's amazing. But also I want to ask you, do you ever
1: feel guilty that you're leaving him behind? I mean, there are definitely times when I'm on the trip and I'm like, man, Saha would love to see this. He'd really get a kick out of this. But I don't feel guilty. And the same way that I don't feel guilty when I go have a spa treatment, when I was taking improv classes, and I was, you know, out in the evenings, and I was taking classes, when I go to the gym in the mornings, or when I go hang out with my friends. These are all things that help us become a more well-rounded person, help us become more educated about ourselves. And so I don't feel any guilt because I'm doing something that's personal growth. And I don't feel any guilt now, especially because it's my business. (laughs) But prior to that, you know, it was really like something that was benefiting me as a person. And, you know, no matter what path you take to help yourself, whether that's self-care in the form of getting a massage or taking a course or something like that, your partner should be open to you wanting to benefit yourself. And become a better person because you then bring that back into the relationship. That's for sure. That's for sure. So one big part of the guilt is what people
0: say about it, right? So I don't know if you have had these in your experience, but is there any family member that doesn't agree with you traveling
1: alone, either from your side or his side? So I don't know specifically how this got started, but I do know that when I went on my first solo trip, there was a rumor that went around in his family that our marriage was on the rocks. And that's so far from the truth. Obviously, we're about to celebrate 10 years of marriage. So whenever I have someone who opposes something in my life, I try to figure out like where they're coming from. Is it about my safety? Are they just... Ignorant or uneducated to it. You know, a lot of times we hear people telling you to not do something, not because they've done it and failed, but because they've always been afraid to do it themselves or they've had a societal pressure telling them not to do something like that, especially with my husband coming from a South Asian culture and a South Asian community. So I would say try to figure out why that person is telling you not to do something and kind of see it from their light because. You know, I don't think anyone was being necessarily malicious when they were saying you shouldn't be doing that or I'm concerned that you're doing that. But also you have to realize that if you are constantly focused on what other people think of you, you're not going to live your life to the fullest. And that I think is one of the biggest things is that we are only here for a limited amount of time and I'm not going to let someone else's opinion of what I do prevent me from living my best life.
0: Wow. That's a great advice. And definitely it takes some character and self-awareness to come to that conclusion, which is something that also you acquire when you travel alone. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's, It's like a snake eating its tail. Like the more you do it, the more confident you get. But I mean, yeah, obviously when I first heard those rumors, it did bother me. And I did think like, am I doing something wrong? Am I like being a bad wife? But quite honestly, it's between me and my husband. Um, I think that relationships can look many different ways and be equally successful. So, you know, the relationship that my husband and I have, it's very successful. Someone else is going to have a very successful marriage and have a completely different dynamic. And that's totally fine. Success comes in many different forms. Yeah, exactly.
0: So It all ties together, no? It all depends how you communicate with your partner. How strong is the communication? What agreements you make? And then also how self-aware you are and why do you want to do this? And so it's all connected. So it's all connected. And when you are traveling, do you tell people that you're married?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Well, one (laughs) is safety. Um, Even if I wasn't married, I'd probably still be wearing um, a ring when I do travel. Just because, you know, as a solo traveler, you always have to have your little like antennas up, like ready to go to sense any sort of danger, stuff like that. And unfortunately, we do live in a society and a world where people are less likely to try and take advantage of a woman if they think that she is with another man. And that's I mean, that sucks, but that's a lot of reality. So I do tell people that I am married and a lot of times I won't tell them that I am solo traveling at that time. Unless I, you know, feel it out and get the vibes and I know that I'm going into a trusted situation. So a lot of times I'll say like, oh, my husband's here on business. I'm just, you know, doing the tourist thing while he's like at work or I'm about to meet up with friends or I'm about to meet up with my husband, stuff like that. So I do tell people that I am married. Now, I will say that when I have talked on social media about being married, I still get people who are like, oh, my God, but I thought you solo traveled. I do that as well. The two are not mutually exclusive. So yeah, I would say that it's definitely something that I I verbalize and articulate, not only when I'm traveling, but I also try to include that as part of my content because I want people to be able to see that this is something that is possible and that you can do it. And there is a healthy and responsible way to doing it. And it can be beneficial for your relationship.
0: That's for sure. So now when you're traveling and you're on the road, which, by the way, I'm just thinking about what you say that you tell people that you're married, but that your husband, it's somewhere else and you're just doing the touristy things so that save so much time and energy because you don't have to give all this explanation about like, yeah, I'm here alone and a relationship is this and that. So it's just sometimes it's just better not to lie, but maybe not to disclose all the information.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's the end all and be all. No one is entitled to your story. No one is entitled to that information. You are in control of how much you provide to people. And when I solo travel, I always err on the side of caution. And letting people know that I am completely alone isn't always the best idea. So I have to feel out a situation before I disclose that information to anyone. I do think solo travel is a great way to meet people. Um, I've met awesome people that I still stay in touch with when I've been solo traveling. i I think it really opens you up because you aren't focused on anyone else in your group. You're there open to new opportunities, meeting new people, new activities, things like that. But I don't necessarily feel like I have to tell my entire story to anyone. Like that's mine. Perfect.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Also, when you're on the road, how often do you communicate with your husband?
1: Oh gosh, we talk a lot. Um, I like to send him photos of my food and be like, look at this delicious stuff that I'm eating. Don't you wish you were here? No, I'm kidding. But we do talk quite a bit. I do check in. I do make sure that we do talk at least daily. I make sure that he has a copy of my itinerary or at least knows what my plans are for the day. That way, in case anything were to happen, he knows exactly where I'm at. He also, um, we both share our location with each other so we can track and see where we're at. And I feel like that just gives him that added security. Obviously, yes, he is concerned for my safety. He wants to make sure I'm safe. He wants to make sure that I come home. So adding all of those things, and especially with the technology that we have now to stay in constant communication, to have each other's location, like that's very important, not just for me, but also for him to have so that we know that we're both, you know, safe. I always like to know where he's at when he's at home, you know, <laughs> because, you know, stuff, you know, you know, the world is, is a wild place and anything can happen. That's true. And what apps or tools do you use to share your location with them? So um, we currently use the Find Me app on um, Apple. I think mm-hmm. it's also one that you can find your devices. But if you are inside of like a family group, like you can see the location of people if you allow them to. So that's that's just what we use. Got it. Thank you. So, yeah. And now this question, which
0: is, I was like, okay, this is the last question. And I know you were sharing some stuff about it, but now I want to ask you, because there is this myth that to solo travel, you have to be single, that solo travel while married is not even possible. So
1: how do you think solo travel has benefited your relationship? Oh, gosh. Um... I'm actually pulling up a list because I did a post about this because I was, like, I was thinking about it because I was like, yeah, because a lot of people don't even think about the benefits. They only think about sort of like what the negative would be. And so I am more confident in my life. And that benefits our relationship because I don't feel like I have to rely on him to do stuff. And he knows he doesn't have to rely on me. So I'm more confident to go out and do more on my own. So, you know, it's one thing to have your partner support, but it's another thing to be dependent on them. So I know that we are both supporting each other, but we're not dependent on one another. I'm also able to explore a lot of places that maybe my husband isn't interested in. I'm also able to do a lot of activities that he might not be very interested in doing, Um, So I'm able to pursue my own interests and my own activities and things that I want to do without worrying about, oh, my gosh, is this boring to him? Is he having a good time? Like, is this what he wants to be doing on his limited vacation? Because he does have limited vacation. Like, I want to make sure that when he's going on trips, whether that be with me or on his own, that he's able to do the things that he wants to do. And so being able to have some time to focus on myself and what I want to do, like that's super important. We also have developed a ton of trust in each other. There is no worry about infidelity or stuff like that, which I think is the biggest thing people think of when someone is solo traveling and they're in a relationship. We trust each other and we trust each other completely and fully. And every time that I solo travel, that trust is built even more and even stronger. So I think that those are super important. The other thing is that when you're married, whether you mean to or not, whether or not you are an independent lady, every single day you are asking your partner questions. What do you want to do for dinner? What do you want to watch for TV tonight? What do you want to do with this? We've got friends who want to hang out with us on the weekend. What do you want to do on the weekend? What do you want to do? And you're constantly asking them to help plan things with you every single day. When you solo travel, you get to really be in touch with what you want and what you want to do. And I feel like that is a good skill to have outside and inside of a relationship is that you get to just kind of be like, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? I remember I had this light bulb moment when I was planning my first solo trip. I was looking at tours and I just realized, I was like, I don't have to ask anybody if they want to go on this tour with me. I can just sign up and do it. And, you know, that was kind of freeing and it was relieving to just be like, you know, I just have to consult myself. Um, You know, I love I love my husband. I love the things that we get to do, but it can become pretty taxing when you are every single day you are having to have those little negotiations, those little conversations. And when you solo travel, you get to do stuff that is just for you. And I think it's important that no matter how you address that in a relationship, that you are able to take the time to address your needs. So that you're able to come back to the relationship feeling refreshed and refilled. And um, yeah, I think that those are some of the, the best benefits. And finally, for me, knowing that my husband supports me and loves that I travel is just like another way that I fall deeper in love with him because he is such a cheerleader for me. And, you know, it's, it's really nice to have when you're like, I want to do this thing. And you have your partner go, go do it go do that thing and cheering for you and cheering for your successes. And so that's a a wonderful thing is that I have a very supportive husband. And every time I do solo travel, I'm reminded of that. Wow. That is so (laughs) beautiful. (laughs) Here's the, here's the really last one. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And when we get back together after a solo trip, we get to enjoy each other's company in a refreshed and exciting way.
0: Yeah, and you have new experiences to share with them as well. I think there's this misconception that about the idea that we have a relationship that, you know, we just become one, but actually no, we're just two separate people with different interests and different life before we met that are sharing this journey together. So yeah. when, when you keep that in mind, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I enjoy this. I have a strong why I want to travel solo. And probably your partner has something else that he's dedicated to that you are his cheerleader on. So um, it's good to understand this. It's like, no, we become one and we even go to the toilet together. Like, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that is the, like people think when you get married, suddenly like you're going to do everything together. And I feel like not only is that an unrealistic expectation, it's, it's an unhealthy one. You still have to pursue your own interests and your own passions, whether that be travel or something else. And here's the thing is that your partner isn't going to be aligned with you 100% of the time on everything. There's going to be stuff that they aren't interested in doing, but you shouldn't let that hold you back from pursuing those passions anyway. And when you have an amazing partner, they're going to be excited to see you do the things that you love because it's one of the reasons that they fell in love with you in the first place.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what I see from our conversation, Lindsay, is that once you have those that self awareness, you can set some boundaries for yourself and your relationship, and then through communication, you can share that with your partners, and you both can get to a common agreement. And having a partner that supports you in your choices and your and everything what you want to experience in your life is a beautiful thing. So I am very happy for you, and I wish that for everyone listening to this episode.
1: Totally agree. Yes, you
0: summed it up beautifully. Thank you. Um, So, Lindsay, it is a tradition that before ending any episode, I'd ask for a closing thought. What can you share with us about anything?
1: Oh, gosh. I would say um, the biggest thing that I have learned in life is that you need to go out and grab the things that you want. And you shouldn't be letting anyone hold you back from those things, whether it be their opinion or something else. I am so happy that as I've gotten older, I have shed a lot of the expectations and weight that I felt people were putting on me. And also just sort of the constraints that you think you have in your life to pursue solo travel and then also to make it into an incredible business where I get to help other people also discover this for themselves. And I I want... Have done that if I had listened to other people or thought that a relationship could only look one certain way.
0: Wow. So when you just let go of those expectations, you start creating a business around solo travel. You create an amazing content. And let me ask you I know you host group tours. Have you had any traveler in one of
1: your group tours that was married? Absolutely. Yes. And here's here's one of the things that I've discovered through hosting those group trips is I'm not necessarily like I love solo travel, but I understand that not everyone is able to go out and do that. They don't have the confidence yet or they just there's a lot of there's a lot of walls there. What I've discovered is that my biggest mission in life is to get people to travel more without waiting on anybody. And these group trips are a way of me being able to facilitate that for so many, mostly women, but so many different travelers, because I'm able to say like, hey, you can sign up for this trip. You don't have to wait for your friends. You don't have to wait for your husband. You don't have to wait for people to look at their calendar. I will go with you. You don't have to wait. You're going to meet a bunch of awesome people while you're doing it. We're going to go have an incredible time. And it's I've just been so grateful that I've been able to do that, because honestly, Solo travel is incredible, but being able to travel without waiting on anybody, that's that's the biggest thing. That's the best thing you can do for yourself.
0: And once you experience that, that feeling of just not waiting on anyone, it is this something that you're replicating other areas of your life as well.
1: Absolutely. That definitely carries into other parts of your life, whether that is going to a movie, going to a show, going to a museum or a park or doing an activity that you may have thought that you couldn't do, once you travel without waiting on anybody, you're gonna carry that into your life and you're gonna find that you've stopped waiting for so many other aspects. Exactly. So, and also just so you know, I believe that
0: group trips are solo travel as well because you're leaving your house alone, you're going in the airplane alone and is when you get to the destination is that you're with a group of people, but you
1: did the the hard part by yourself Absolutely. I totally agree. Cause I mean, you are, you're still forging ahead in a completely unknown direction and you're still getting out of that comfort zone. Uh, you just get to do it with an amazing group of people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely a great way to, to have that first exposure to the full solo travel experience. And Lindsay, for anyone that is
1: listening to this episode that wants
0: to get in contact with you, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on my website, uh, onegirlwandering.com. You can also find me on social media at onegirlwandering Wandering. And um, yeah, I would love for you to come and join my community. It's really awesome. I seriously believe that I have like the best people in it. And um, I would love to travel with you if you want to come on one of my group trips. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And I will
0: make sure to leave all the links to to your social media and your website on the show notes. And
1: Lindsay, thank you so much for everything you shared with us. It's, yeah. uh, this was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Thank you.